Listening Dog Media. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Here. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman. Today we're joined by a man who's one of the most recognisable faces on the Golf European Tour. Welcome, Andrew B. Johnson. Beef, it's brilliant to have you on, Seaman Says. What you been up to? Well, yeah, it's been a funny a funny year, mate. Um, I've had a problem with my hand, an injury where, so I haven't played golf the whole year. Um, so I've really just been trying to get that fixed, but by good timing, um, I did a barbecue series and uh, started a podcast as well so <laughs> I've still been busy hang on a barbecue series yeah barbecue better with beef uh, no I love that <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name Look, yeah it's the wrong time of year, B. It's the wrong time of year for a barbecue. No, no, that's my point. You can barbecue any time, any time of the year. You can barbecue. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's brilliant. But what? Um, how's the injury looking? Are you, are you on a Are you on a time scale for it, or is it just every week's different? Every week is sort of different. Um, so I'm not on a big time scale. I had some. I, I basically, no doctor or scan has showed anything. They have no idea what it is, what's happened. It's a problem with my thumb, uh, a joint in my thumb. And um, I got told to go and see this old, like, Indian doctor, guru. Um, and he basically put my thumb back in place. So it was like some form of, like, dislocation. But you wouldn't know it was dislocated, if that makes sense. And 
he said it was a lot better and um, I started to play, but I still have pain there. And I started doing like a lot of reading and research about it. And now I've started to do like a strength program in like all my fingers, my wrists, my hand, everything like that. Uh, so I've just literally started doing that now. Um, so hopefully after the next few weeks, I can really start to pick it up and the pain will go when I start playing. Is there nothing visible on the thumb? It, it's not swollen or anything. It, it's just pain when you grip the club sort of thing. Yeah. So the initial thing was pain on my backswing in the joint on my thumb. And then when he popped it back in, the pain's almost like in like the palm side of my thumb at impact. So as I said, I started looking into it and I, what I could figure out that probably where I haven't played for a year, the muscles and that have gone weak and all the little muscles. So I, I literally, I've been picking up, um, I was trying to get some of that like putty, the rehabilitation putty you can get on your hands. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. find any. So I basically started picking up loads of my little ones Play-Doh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, same, but same, but different. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my eldest lad, Dan, he's, he's, a, he's a pro, but he's more of a teaching pro now. And he, he had a problem like in his wrist. And, and it's, and I, I was like, it's like such a like a little joint or bone where he had the problem, but it caused him so much pain because it wasn't so much the playing, but it was more practicing that he was getting like really like frustrated with it because he couldn't practice. He, he ended up having a couple of injections and that, and one one half worked, and then he came back and and like now, like I say, he's, he's gone more into the the, um, the teaching side of it, but. Um, I'm sure you're not ready for that yet, Beef. Ideally, no. I think I've got a, a lot left to give, you know. Um, I started playing some really good golf last season, back in the last season, and I was ready to go this season. To be honest, my goal uh, was to make the Ryder Cup team at the start of the year. So not picking up a golf club hasn't been ideal. But um, <laughs> yeah, definitely, I want to get back out and get playing. So hopefully I can, I can go through this and build up these muscles and see what happens after that. So how how did you get into golf? Did you just start like start playing as a, a really young kid? Yeah, my dad. Well, my dad used to play football. He used to play a lot of like football, and up until he was about forty, and um, my mom actually turned around and said to him, "Was like, why don't you go and play golf?" And he was like, "You mad? Never picked <laughs> up a club. Got got basically got hooked on it." And I only found out recently he used to go and play like three rounds on a Saturday. With his friend. Yep, he would just go yeah. round and round and round and play, yeah, as long yeah. as he possibly could and got like completely hooked. So so that was it. It basically come from my dad. And then we used to go and play like the local pitch and putts when I was four or five years old. Um, and then joined North Mid when I was nine and that was it really. Yeah. But I was always sort of lucky enough to to play every sport as well. I play tennis, football, cricket, whatever it whatever it was. I just I just love sport. And talking of loving sport, you're a massive Arsenal fan. I'm loving it more at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you buying into this top at Christmas line, even though it's still November? Are you are you buying into that? No, I'm not really bothered about that. There's <laughs> like to be five points ahead is insane. No one ever would have probably thought it at the start of the season and the way Arsenal have played. It's been incredible. I do think coming back, I think it. There's a few players, I think, that have got to stay fit for Arsenal to keep a good run going. I really do. I really think if Saliba, party stay fit, Jesus, I think, are, are key. They've got to stay 
fit and not miss many games, I think, for the rest of the season, to be honest. What about um, the England lads that are there now? The So, like, we've got, we've got Aaron, we've got Saka, and then we've got Ben White. Do you feel that Saka might start? Oh, he's got to, surely. Yeah. Surely he's got to start. I'd, I'd, I'd be stunned if he doesn't. Yeah, we were just chatting earlier and he's, I think it's like a choice between him and uh, and Sterling, isn't it? You know, oh. Whether he does, but we were all like, yeah, no, Saka's got to start. Oh, the way they... If you compare the way they've both been playing this season, I mean, it'd be crazy if Saka doesn't start. Yeah. Crazy. I'd, li- I'd like to see him play with a lot of pace. Rashford on the other side, Kane up top. But you know Gareth has got his favourites and Sterling always performs for him in an England shirt. Yeah, that's a fair point. He always does. Um, he always does play well, and he always seems to score. But I just think, I just think there'll be a better team with Saka mm-hmm. than Sterling. I think yeah. he'll be a lot more productive than Sterling over ninety minutes or over seventy minutes, however long he's going to play over game after game. I think you'll get a lot more out of Saka than you will at Sterling. So, like going going into this tournament, beef. How how are you feeling, like as an England fan? Are you are you like really confident or? Is it that, you know, we expect so much, but then we disappoint? Oh, it's a mixture of both. I think a real mixture. I think they've got the team to go well. They've, they've got the players to go and have a good run. I, um, I think I was really, I was really disappointed in the final against Italy, the way England didn't go for it. I, I think it just got very negative and I think they need to get out of that sometimes and be a bit more positive. And you can sometimes see that when, if they're losing and they bring on a few players, all of a sudden Grealish, you've got Grealish, Foden on the pitch. Uh, they start passing the ball and keeping the ball a little bit better. And I, I think that's how I'd love to see him go and play because they've got the players to go and have a good run at it for sure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You must see so many footballers on the, on the golf course. There, there must be so many times that you approach because it seems to be their hobby of choice. I mean, David, that's how you know David as well. <laughs> um, so what's your impression of that link between football and golf? Yeah, what is the saying? It's like footballers can play golf, golfers can't play football, is it? <laughs> Something like that, basically. That's yeah, what David like, they've yeah. got, yeah, they've got it. <laughs> and fishing, right? <laughs> oh yeah, mate. Yeah, we were we were recently at uh, Brockett Hall filming for a league of our own, and all I was bothered about, I was looking at the lake to see if I could see any fish. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to go up there because I I've been an honorary member up there for about twenty five years, right? And when I first when I used to play up there. Um, I'd go to the range, but before I went to the range, I would drop a load of bait in the water and then I'd go and practice and then I'd come back to see how many fish were there and everything. And then I was, and then I was like trying to say, I was trying to ask them like, where could I fish? You know, because obviously they don't want me fishing where there's golf balls flying over my head and everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> I never got to fish it. It was a shame because there's some big fish in there, I tell you. Some real big fish. Oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> Who's the best footballer you've come across? beef as a golfer oh 
Kane's up there. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a good player. Uh, I'd probably yeah. say him. Yeah. But you played with Dico as well, ain't you? Yeah, he's good as well. Yeah. Yeah, and Ray, you play with Ray. Um, yeah. No, Ray's no good. No, he's no good. We <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He can eat it, but... <laughs> yeah, we had a good giggle and a few beers, but yeah, yeah golf were good. I, <laughs> I, rem- I remember playing, we played up at Woburn, didn't we? And you were playing and uh, there was like two fours and Beef went, you were going off in the first four. And I'm not kidding you guys, I, when I heard him hit the ball, it was like a blooming rocket had gone off. You like hit it so hard, the <laughs> noise was like so much difference to the, like when we hit it. I was like, wow. And I was like, beef, hit it harder. (laughs) (laughs) And it went miles down the middle as well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's no different to when we watch you guys kick a football. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, true. Um, Yeah, how how hard you guys kick it. The sound's different. Again, it's nuts. So when, when when you're swinging, are you like, especially with your driver, are you like always full out? Or are you always like about 80% you know, no, accuracy? pretty much full out. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's like a controlled full out. And like you could say it's almost like 90, 95%. And then there's like different sort of techniques to try and hit it a bit further as well. So you know if like the wind's helping you, you can tee it up a bit higher, hit more yeah. up on the ball and things like that. So sometimes there's certain holes where you can really sort of like try and hit it, yeah, further in that respect technically but like speed wise it's pretty much full out and what's your take on um influencers like these non-golfers you've got some singers you've got people like tubes for instance like how important are these people in it, uh, expanding the appeal of the game is it good for golf's image you know would you like to see more of that kind of thing 100 percent. yeah i always want to see golfers the more the merrier and i want to see all the stupid old rules taken out um, yeah, totally agree and things like that so the more guys you've got coming in who aren't from a golfing background the better and it will change it will change how people look at it and get more people involved 100% do you feel certainly in comparison to something like football do you feel that um, golf still has a slightly sort of stuffier uh, atmosphere to it than than you know football which is kind of the everyman sport if you know what I mean and you were with, with some of the dress codes or some of the rules and stuff. Do you, do you think that needs to be relaxed to help the game yeah. evolve a bit and to draw in future generations? Yeah, in certain places. I think some golf courses are great and they're like up with the times and others, they're not. And I still get stories from friends who go and play and like someone will come out and tell them off for teeing in front of a marker or something like that. It's completely irrelevant. Instead of just yeah. saying like, oh, these are the rules or helping them teach them. It's just so old backwards. You just tell people yeah. off like they're, uh, they're a child. And I've, yeah. I've, that's one of my biggest hates. Or someone going into a shop and some of the dress codes are insane where you've got to wear socks up to your knees. I mean, what? <laughs> exactly. What's that about? That's, yeah, that's what really does my head in as well. I remember I was playing at, um, I think it was at South Hearts when I was playing with Arsenal. There's about four of us going off. And anyway, so I'd, I'd put my t- my bike up on the tee, but like, you know, on the slopes of the tee where they banked up, I put my bike there, like a half on, half off the tee. And uh, and I was just about to hit this shot. And this old lady, this lady like came over and she's like, excuse me, excuse me. And I like looked. Thought, I thought she was coming over for some autographs or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and she went, she went, whose bag is that on the tee? <laughs> and I went, I went, have you walked all the way over from there to come and tell me that my bag's in the wrong place of the tea? And she was like, yes, yes, yes. I was like, 
please go away before I get angry. <laughs> but like you say, stuff like that can really annoy you. But a lot, a lot of the golf courses are now they are not, they are now changing and it, they are getting with the times. You know. I, I, yeah. yeah, it's embarrassing though. It's embarrassing almost sometimes to be a golfer. Beef, have you ever asked anyone to go away before you get angry? <laughs> One, I didn't think you'd get that angry there. I haven't seen an angry side to you. No, Dave, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, intri- right. I'm intrigued. I want to kind of like see how, yeah. how can we wind him up? Um, yeah, no, don't try. He'll <laughs> <laughs> hulk out. <laughs> Did the internet problem start it? <laughs> Beef, I wanted to ask you, your your win in Spain, that's got to be the highlight so far. How did that feel? I mean, yeah, it was amazing. Um, Yeah, I've been playing some good golf before that and um, I had a couple, I think a couple top tens before that knew I was like playing well and um, going over to Valderrama, looking at the golf course and like practice sort of didn't go as well as I'd hoped. And I literally, I said to my coach on the Wednesday, I was like, just give me one feeling or one thought now, and then we'll start again on Thursday. And the first day, uh, yeah, to shoot four under, I mean, I was like stunned. I come off the golf course, I looked at my coach and kind of giggled and I was like, (laughs) didn't see that coming. (laughs) And it just kind of rolled on from there. The weather got really nasty for two days and like to hang in there and then, yeah, to get over the line, uh, on on Sunday around that golf course was yeah was brilliant and again it, you take it with you wherever you go you know you have their memories knowing that yeah you've won that tournament um, yeah I just I got to get another one man I've been yeah trying yeah. to get another one another one uh, ever since which has been quite frustrating to be honest after you won that you really like took off because like a lot of people loved your smile and the way that you played your golf. How was that? Because it, it just skyrocketed, didn't it? I had no idea like it was going to do that, you know. Silly nickname and they interview <laughs> you straight after you win. So my emotions are all over the place and they ask you, what do you, what, what do you want to do now? And I was like, I want to go and see my mates and get hammered. And <laughs> I At least you're honest. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was anything. I was just like, that was honest. That's all I wanted to do is go and celebrate. And... It went crazy. That yeah. comment went crazy. And then when we went over to the States for the US Open, like the amount of people shouting and stuff. And then what really ticked it off was the top 10 at the Open. That was that was where, yeah, yeah. it just it just went like crazy. I had no idea, no plan that was going to happen. I mean, I, I still think about it now. I think about it. It still sort of like baffles me how it's happened, you know? Yeah. No, but I think what what a lot of people love is 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 your smile about when you're playing as well, you know, because you you can you do that, can't you? You can actually interact with the crowd while you're still playing. Yeah, I always try and think like when you're hitting a shot, you're, you're concentrating on that yeah. that minute or thirty seconds. Do you like a big crowd around you? What do you think of the like the big tournament holes? It's almost like a football thing, isn't it? You've got all these like because it's quite a quiet sport and you've got to concentrate. But do you get off on the fact that there's a massive amount of people watching you? It sharpens your like attention and your focus. Especially, I think I always enjoy going and playing mm. Wentworth, being a home a home event. Um, the crowds it's always packed there, and it is that buzz of when you're playing well. 
and you've got that little extra bit of focus, I think, of, of constantly. It's hard sometimes. COVID was really weird. Playing with like no crowds, nothing um, mm. was really odd. And like you could be in a good position on Saturday and you would tee it up and the starter would announce your name. And it was just like, oh my God, am I playing around my home course here on a Tuesday afternoon? It was just, it was weird. And you, you need the crowds. Sport needs crowds. It needs it. You need to yeah. have that atmosphere. I think the, the craziest hole I've ever played was Phoenix Open in America, which is literally like the party uh, event. Yeah, it's it, like the par three. Mate, it's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. <laughs> and like, it'll be the closest you'll get to a football atmosphere, yeah. I would say. And that par three, the first day, my caddy said to me, the pin was all the way back left. And he was like, Whatever you do, he was like, you've got to hit it in the middle of the green here. Don't go for the pin. So I got greedy. I missed it left. I got oh, booed. No. Yeah, I get booed. Everyone you booed. booed. You. Oh, yeah, you get booed, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I walked down there and as I looked and I looked at you got to chip it up this bank and I was like literally shaking. I was shitting my pants, honestly. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And as I walked over to my ball, someone shouted out the crowd, Beef, you fat fuck. They went like that. <laughs> so I looked up and I was like, who the hell said that? And then I was like, oh my God. I was like, I can't get cute with this shit. I chipped it to like 20 foot. It was an awful shot. And they're like, Beef, what the fuck was that? Da, da, da. And literally you're getting like heckled. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I hate this hole. I was like, dribble it down, knock my putt in and run off. Or like, or like, Awful. I've never felt like I've never had that golf atmosphere ever, ever. Yeah, it was like, how, did, how did you feel? Because obviously you've got to play that four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Coming how, back that's if you the, made the cut. Yeah. Coming back the next day, it was like, oh, so I just hit the green. And like, luckily I played it well the next few days. But it's so loud. It's it's like yeah. so loud. It's, it's but like do you think golf needs a little bit more of that? Because that will also shake off that slightly stuffier appeal that we were just talking about as well yeah definitely or is that too much that's like on the the other end of the spectrum and it's yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. think I could play in that atmosphere every week it was insane <laughs> it was like you get off the golf course and you just want to sit in quiet like that just like do you want anything no leave me alone it was like that. <laughs> We, we have seen cricket adapt and have the big bash and you talk about that atmosphere on that hole. Do you think golf could do more or create a new version that would appeal to the younger markets? Yeah, definitely. I, I had my views and my ideas on um, the live stuff and I wish they'd work together and have the seasons running from January to August and then almost do like an IPL auction for the teams every year and then it would go into a team format for two three months and every year that means everyone can potentially get into these teams everyone could be auctioned people are going to make a lot of money they're going to play every tour still and yeah. it, I think it'd be amazing and you'd have these big teams and obviously like I think they're looking at it like Formula One and things like that where teams get bought out so you could have tailor-made team or whatever it is uh, Puma team and imagine having like your captain and then them picking or auctioning the three players and then going into a team event and stuff like that I think it'd be absolutely brilliant uh, I'd love something like that yeah that's a great shout with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Also with the you know, like with the whole live thing and, and the money that is you know, coming from that part of the world, why do you think it's sort of more accepted in football and, and Formula One and boxing? Um, yeah, it doesn't seem to really be as accepted uh, in the in the golfing world. Yeah, it's it's strange. I think when it's like a a, a team, it seems to bypass it. But like what happened like with Gary Neville and being an in, individual, people seem to get attacked more as an individual for doing something than a team. That's what uh, I've seen. And like the box boxing goes, matchroom go down there. Anthony Joshua doesn't. I don't think gets much stick. But matchroom. They haven't got, I don't think they've got as much stick as some of the golfers going or announcing they're going to live because mm. they're sort of individuals almost. Formula One, I don't know how much yeah, grief they get. Formula One. Yeah, it, it, it's strange because I think it's, they just kind of get sent there. And where it's an individual, so, I don't know. They, they seem to pick on the individuals a lot more and the golfers uh, seem to got it. But it's, it's created this crazy divide at the moment, which. Um, it's been yeah. quite toxic. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Beef, tell us tell us about your podcast. Uh, well, basically, I'm, me and uh, John Robbins are creating the world's greatest golf club, Beef's Golf Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the idea is we've built this big imaginary golf club, which would have all the things we want in there, less snobbiness I guess and more fun things and <laughs> all different types of golf course and we have a chat about a different topic every week and get some fun guests on and talk about their golf and and just have a laugh and I didn't want it to be something where it's so serious all the time it's just about golf it's about funny things that happen in golf people who love playing golf and let's just have a laugh and that's what that's what sports should be I think there's definitely some great stories to be had from from golfing. Even for me, like straight away, I just think of that when I nearly killed Lee Dixon with a shank. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Him, him, so I was playing with Lee Dixon and George Graham, and, the, um, and it was it was hammering down, and it, and I got a four iron in me, and they'd hit their shots, and they were just they were just I don't know why, but they were like they got their heads down a little bit, and they were walking ahead, and I went for this four iron, and I absolutely full swinged it, shanked it. And I see it going straight for Dicko. And I shout, Dicko! And is he he got his brother like this. I swear to you, he turned around like that to look. And he said he could see the pimples of the ball getting bigger because <laughs> it was going straight at his head. It hit the shaft of the brolly, shattered the shaft. And luckily, he was okay. But otherwise, that would have been like straight in his face. Four iron, full pelt. Oh my god! Just you, honestly, I'll never forget that. And I'm like, oh, my god. I nearly killed Lee Dixon. What did What did George do? Was he a manager at the time? Yeah, he was playing with us. He just got his head down. He didn't realise what had gone on. And then when he when he saw Dicko's brolly in bits, he was like, "What happened?" <laughs> 
<laughs> but his story is like that, isn't it? It's like there's always like some fun stories. Well, I don't know whether that was so much fun for Dicko. Fun <laughs> <laughs> <Not> afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Not during the outcome. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to be standing on the right hand side of me when I've got a four iron in me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he tells us that after we play top think- with him. A hundred percent. I think that's what it's about. It's anyone can play anyone with golf. And I think like that they're the stories that come out and everyone, you want people to go out and have a good time. And it doesn't matter if you're a professional amateur, everything's relatable. You've hit a shank. I've hit a shank. Everyone's hit a shank. Everyone's had a tantrum. Everyone's hit it in some water, whatever it is. Everyone's had a nightmare in golf. Yeah. Not everyone's told off old ladies, though. <laughs> I said, before I yeah. get angry. <laughs> right, well, Beef, that's been ace. Before we, before we let you go, can we get a a prediction of how far England are going to go in the World Cup. Oh. <laughs> Just to drop that one on you. <laughs> Semis. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think they've yeah. got I think they've got a good team. I really do. I think they've got a good team and if they if they get going, build up a bit of confidence early on. Um, I, I think they, they have the yeah. players. They have the players to win big games as well. They've all got players to win big games. And um, yeah, come on, fingers crossed. So when I get Arsenal fans on, I give them one choice, Henri or Burkamp. So out of order. Henri. <laughs> oh, Henri, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right now... Yeah, Henri, if you probably ask me tomorrow, I might change my mind. But today, yeah, Henri, I mean. <laughs> but then, but the problem is, there's always one pass that sticks out with Burkamp uh, against Chelsea. And he plays Vieira in through the middle. But as he picks the ball up, he can see Vieira making a run. And he plays the pass with the outside of his foot. And I mean, yeah. it is like, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect it's away from the defender's the other side of him he plays with the outside of the boot and then obviously he slots it in but like the the pass is outrageous so yeah, yeah it Dennis, is yeah. yeah I mean they're both geniuses in their own right yeah. Dennis was more than capable of that yeah he, he got a few he got a good range of pass let's just say <laughs> sometimes they spun back and went to himself <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Newcastle goal? Exactly. <laughs> Did he mean that or didn't he? Well, he always says he does and I'm still not sure. <laughs> but but I've, I've, been, I've been asked that question a lot of times and it weren't about the uh, Burkamp pass either. <laughs> Did he mean it or didn't he? <laughs> Brilliant. Beef, it's been great having you on, mate. No, pleasure. Good, luck, good luck with that injury. Um, can't wait to see you back on the golf course again and... Uh, yeah, hopefully the podcast goes well. Cheers, thanks, man. Take care. Good nice to see you, man. Cheers, B. You can watch more of our interviews over on our YouTube channel. Just search Seaman Says. We'll be back here on Sunday to preview England's first match of the World Cup, so we'll see you all then. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.